0: what's up everyone you're listening to the Raz project my name is ivan temelkov i'm your host and this is where we get 100 real raw and unfiltered if you're looking for your typical conventional podcast you're in the wrong fucking place just a quick reminder to all of you out there that this podcast is intended to help you become the best version of yourself that is why i do these episodes and What you're going to find in this podcast is personal development, entrepreneurship, family, business, marketing, a blend of all of that to help you become the best version of yourself. And I truly hope that the perspective and the information that you're acquiring from these episodes, you're actually applying them to your own life, to your own business. I don't usually do guest interviews on the podcast. At least I I don't do them as much as I used to anymore, but when I do, I tend to bring on people who have very interesting stories people who have gone through adversity people who have been really striving to change their lives people who are striving for success people who are striving to be the best version of themselves and in essence this is actually if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes of this podcast This is the essence of why I actually decided to join Arte, because Arte is about excellence. Arte is about being the best version of yourself and everything that you do in life and in business. And when I bring on guests on my podcast, I look for guests who have interesting stories. I'm not going to lie. There's too much bullshit out there on the internet, honestly. Too many people that are making up fake shit to make themselves look good in front of everybody else, and I just can't condone that bullshit. I mean, I, I, I'm i just allergic to it, to be honest with you. So, the guest that I have on the podcast today, Jamila Bernie, is someone that I actually met at the Arte Syndicate Live event on October 26, 2019, this past month, and Really had a great conversation with her, talked a little bit about her story. She shared a little bit about her story, and I found it very intriguing, especially since she's only 24 years old. Uh, I believe 24 years old, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, at least based on her story and everything that she shared. So I wanted her to come on the podcast and talk about her journey and how she has done everything possible to go from rock bottom to To becoming the best version of herself so without further ado i want to jump right into the guest interview with uh, jamila bernie and i'll see you on the other side
1: welcome to the podcast so happy to have you here finally
2: yeah thank you so much for inviting me and you know it's been great getting to know you a bit more and i'm excited to be here
1: very cool so me and you met at the arte syndicate live event this past october and um kind of got got to chat a little bit and then we kind of went off to networking and uh a very interesting story and kind of what you're doing today so Let's start off with, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and maybe a little bit about your story and background.
2: Okay, awesome. Yeah, so I have been in business for myself now for a little over seven years, and I started my business when, with my kind of signature story here is I started my business with $50 and a cell phone. Um, when I was 17, I was addicted to heroin. I had been using on and off since the age of 13. And when I was 17, I found myself addicted to heroin, living in a tent with an abusive man, and I just found out that I was pregnant. When I found out that I was pregnant, my entire life shifted. I knew that if I was going to keep this child, if I was going to keep this baby, that I needed to completely change everything that i had known up until that point and so when i made the choice to keep her i also made the choice to show up for her in the very best way possible i knew that i had to leave and start something completely on my own. Now at this point, I didn't have an education. I didn't have you know, any real skills to be able to go out and get a job that could really support us. And what I wanted was to stay home with her as a single mom. So the only option that really stood out in my mind was I needed to create something myself. I needed to create my own business where I could stay home and be there for her. And so I started, um, I, initially I went, I got government assistance, I got help. Um, from the government so I could get away from that situation and I can start getting the care that I needed to heal and to get sober. And during this time, I was involved with all kinds of different mom supports groups, and I started looking around for a product that I could sell to them. And what I ended up settling on was cloth diapers. And so I started my first business with an organic cloth diaper company. I started off at $50, I got a Goodwill sewing machine, some scrap fabrics, I started drafting patterns. Now, mind you, I did not know how to sew at all, so I completely taught myself off of YouTube everything that I needed to know to be able to start this business. I started with word of mouth, giving out diapers to get product reviews, product testers, and to start building that testimonials. Um, Again, I had no budget to really do anything, so I had to use just what I had, which was my phone and myself. So I started guerrilla marketing through Facebook groups. Um, I built a community, and I ended up growing this business You know i was selling all over the united states canada australia new zealand um that business i no longer have that business i actually grew way too fast i had no knowledge of how to scale and it ended up collapsing in on me around the second year of her being alive And, but that business really was what built the foundation of everything that I have been able to create now. It built Mm -hmm. my understanding of how to be there for people and to build those relationships and how truly at the core of all of it, if you want to be successful, you have to build those personal relationships and actually care about people. And I have used this, I've kind of bounced off of this knowledge of completely, um, bootstrapping a business with zero budget and just myself and my, and building relationships. And I've used that Mm -hmm. through all of the businesses that I have gone into thus far. At this point, I own a marketing agency and I also do consulting, um, I, you know, I'm super into quantum principles and quantum strategies, mm-hmm. which really started about two years ago after my not-so-near-death, near-death experience. That's kind of a long story, but I'll sum it up real quick. I I passed out in the shower, and when I woke up um, from that, I woke up in a place that I had never been before. I was never spiritual before. I never believed in any mm-hmm. of those things before. Um, but when I woke up, I actually thought, I believed that I had died because I was in kind of a dimension of reality that I had never seen before. Um, That lasted for about a month. I was able to kind of like see auras and and manipulate things with my thoughts. And that's why I I thought that I had actually died and this was like where I went. It went away after about a month, but after that, I've completely dedicated towards diving into the scientific aspects of the quantum field and really understanding that there's so much more than meets the eye, and that's really what I am super passionate about today. Um, I mm-hmm. use it in my marketing strategy with my with my with my clients, and I also use it in my consulting with business owners to help them understand and harness the power that they hold inside, and use that in their business to grow their business along with the tangible marketing strategies.
1: Yeah, yeah very very interesting story um you know one of the reasons why i wanted you to share your story is because i'm a firm believer that you know each one of us first of all as human beings we have our own story for a reason it shapes us into the people that we are today and you know one thing personally i've struggled with in the past is just that you know are my past define my future right or what points of my past you know impacts my future And, you know, some things that you were talking about is kind of going back to your story, you know, that I wanted to ask you. So you were in a very dark place at a very young age where, you know, a lot of people just don't emerge from. It's a very tough time because, you know, when you're at that age, you don't have the level of intelligence because you don't have enough maturity. You don't have enough experience to know how to react. My question to you is, I mean, you you just took, as they say, the bull by the horns and just fucking ran with it, and said, "You know what? I'm changing the status quo. I've got a passion that I want to follow, and and I'm just gonna do it." Like, where did you find? How did you find that inspiration, that motivation, that drive to literally turn a page in the chapter of Jamila's book, right, to shift into a different direction? Do you recall?
2: right yeah so for me it was really do or die it was either I'm going to figure this shit out or I won't be here to to see what's going to happen um, I had to completely change everything that I had ever known and it like don't get me wrong it's been the hardest fucking thing that I've ever done and over time it's shifted the purpose has shift has shifted a lot in the beginning. It was, I am a fuck up. I have done all of, I have this huge track record. I have all of these things stacked against me and I want to be here for my daughter. Everyone told me, you know, you need to get rid of her. You can't raise a kid, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to prove them wrong. I wanted, that's really what drove me for the first couple of years is just kind of that fuck you attitude, like watch me. I'm going to do it. I did. I do things right. No, I did so many things wrong, but that's what it te- I just kept going. It, I, I stopped listening to what other people were saying when I would make those mm-hmm. mistakes. And I was just like, you know what, it doesn't really matter because this is my world and I'm just going to keep going. Like I'm going to fall on my face. My business crumbled, you know, I went into corporate world. I ended up being one of the youngest managers of a large wireless retail store in Seattle. Um, where again, I was able to increase the store's profit by over 300% in only four months. Mm-hmm. And that was when I really gained my confidence in the business world, because I realized that the principles that I taught myself, not that I learned from a seminar, not that someone tried to tell me, but what I learned just through doing it through, you know, through going through the trenches and yep. really through that mud that that I actually knew how to create relationships. And that's truly what my superpower, so to speak, is. It's not the business stuff. It's I know how to forge relationships with people. I care about people. And I believe that because of my past, because of what I've been through, because of what I've seen and the scenarios that I've been involved with, I, I have always been that person that even when things were so bad for me, that I've always been the person to try and help the next person. Cause I see like this other, you know, young girl who is a couple years yeah. younger than me involved in this situation. And I tried to always be that person to like instill hope. And I've still used that throughout my business is just that ability to connect with people. Now I went through a period where I lost that motivation. And that's actually when I joined the Aritae group because mm-hmm. I was comfortable. I had already surpassed everything that I believed that I would ever surpass. I was, you know, more successful than you know my mom had ever been in her life. I was living a life that was way beyond any of my peers, anyone that I knew. And I lost that motivation to continue growing because my daughter was cared for. She was going to very nice Mm -hmm. private school, like everything was good. And I, I lost that. And I had to shift. I had to really lean into a greater purpose again. You know, I believe it's that purpose greater than ourselves. At the beginning, it was my daughter. Once Mm -hmm. that was taken care of, and I knew she was okay, then I had to shift again to another purpose. And that purpose now is helping uplift other people, you know, really leaning into Mm -hmm. the hardships that people are going through and, and understanding that I can help these people. I've been there. You know, I've, I've been through addiction. I've been raped. I've been through all of these, you know, really horrible things. And I understand how hard it is, but I also understand that if you can figure out some way to shift out of that victim mentality, and I know this is something I get shit for sometimes because, you know, you, some of these situations, you are a victim, but if you can, understand that that doesn't define you and that's not you and if you can shift out of that victim mentality and start creating then there is hope there is a future you yeah. can do yeah. greater things than you've ever done in the past but it takes completely shattering that past identity and stepping into an identity that you've never experienced before which is really really hard when you've never experienced it before and to just kind of be like screw the evidence. This is what I decide, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, that was, there were several things that were going through my mind when you were talking about this that I, I wanted to elude upon. So a lot of people conform to mediocrity. And the reason I asked you about what was the driving factor behind you, you know, escaping from the current state is this that you know, you realize that, no, I'm not going to play the victim card, which is what most people play because they feel like they've got no other choice. In fact, the reason why 80% of Americans are, are living paycheck to paycheck and they're broke is because they think that that's the only option that they have in life, that that is the only thing that they have available on the table. And a lot of them are actually afraid, you know, to grab the bull by the horns and say, you know what? I'm gonna carve my own path. Because it's always a thousand times, a million times harder. You know you've been through a lot of different experiences to carve your own path, let alone at a very young age. When, and that was the next thing I wanted to talk about is for a very long time, one of the things I personally struggle with, and you talked about this, is that career versus school of hard knocks, right? Like where's the happy medium? Because I grew up in a family where you know, I had to go to school, I had to go to college, and then I dropped out of college, you know, and, and my parents went apeshit, and I'm like, fuck, like, you're supposed to go and get your education. And these days, I know now more than ever, that it's true that if you want a career, like to be a lawyer, or a fucking doctor, you need to go to school right. for it. But the rest, there's this thing fucking called the internet and, and some basic logic and psychology that you need to apply, and if you've got that in your DNA, the School of Hard Knocks will give you all the tools and resources. And you harness that, you leverage that, you figured out a way. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of that. And and the reason I wanted you to talk about it is because I think a lot of people have this confined mindset. They, they feel like they're stuck because, you know, that's the only thing that can do. They feel like they have no resort. You know, the one thing that I really admire that you talked about that I just wanted you to touch upon is that after going through the adversity, which you used as a driving factor to say that, you know what, I'm not gonna let this define my life. This is not who I am and I can emerge from this, but it's gonna take a shit ton of fucking work to get out of it and I've got two options, right? It's do the fucking work or just conform to the mediocrity and say that this is the life that I was meant to live, which is what most people do, literally. And this is where, you know, a a lot of the, you know, influential guys talk about regret that when you get to be really old and you look back at your life and you start realizing that you've had all these opportunities, but you didn't take any of them because you allowed the mediocrity and everyone around you to dictate your life, then your time is kind of up. You can't change time, which by the way, time I think is probably one of the biggest assets that everyone has because you can't get back time, but what you can do is figure out how to use your time better moving forward. Um, so I just want to talk about those things because you made very interesting points that just a lot of fucking people, I don't care if you're just an, an entrepreneur, if you're looking for a better quality of life, all the things that you talked about you know, are really, really essential to understand that you have to change your status quo. You gotta take action, you gotta be proactive because nobody's going to fucking do it for you. You know, nobody, no amount of motivation or inspiration in the world is going to say, you are going to take action today and we're going to tell you how to do it. They're going to entice you. But at the end of the day, it's you that has to take that action, right? I want to kind of shift things a little bit because uh, right before we started this call, there was a, a controversial post that you put out on Instagram. And, yeah. and I, I fucking loved it because... In fact, I started the convo around it. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's spend a couple minutes talking about why you published that post. Tell us what that post was about.
2: Okay, yeah. So the post that Yvonne is talking about was me basically calling out the people who like to use the holiday season as an excuse you know, I get it. Like, I'm a single mom. I My family's coming in town this weekend, and I get it. Like, we want to spend time with our family. There's all of these different things. But what I see is that people tend to use the holidays as an excuse to take two months off. And so instead of now having a 12-month year, we have a 10-month year. and And it just makes me so mad because Honestly, like, if you are serious about changing your life, if you are serious about where you're trying to go, then you can't just take two months off. Like, it is important to have that, you know, I don't really believe that balance exists, but it is important to have that time with your family. But guess what? You know, Thanksgiving is one day. Christmas is one day. You know, it's not two months. And everyone wants to go to oh yeah, I'll start that in the new year. I'll start that in, in <laughs> January. Let's talk in January and I'll get that going. And me as a marketer, I get that a lot is, oh, I just have so much going on. I want to start this. I really want you know to grow my business next year and launch things off. Let's talk in January. And my response is always like, listen, like you understand that all of your competition is having the same exact thoughts as you right now. So if you want to actually move past that, you have to do something that they're not doing. And that's putting your head down and actually doing the work. And I understand that it's hard. Maybe that means you have to stay up an hour later. And, you know, maybe that means that when you are with your family, you have to set the expectations that, hey, like, For me, my family's coming. They're going to be here for an entire week next week. And before they came, I said, hey, listen, so just so you know, like my business is not going to take a week off. I'll be here. We'll have dinner. We'll do those things. But just so you know, like during the time that you're here, you're going to be Mm -hmm. able to enjoy the pool. I live in Arizona, so it's 80 degrees. So my family's coming from
1: I'm jealous. (laughs)
2: Well, they're super happy because they're like, covered in eight feet of snow right now and i'm like you can enjoy my pool you can enjoy you know all of these things i'll give you things that you can do and we'll schedule our things but i still have to do my work and it's really just setting those expectations and also understanding that i'm doing this because guess what i want to be able to retire my family i want to be able to send you know you know, have money for my younger siblings. I have two half siblings and uh, my little sister just started high school. My little brother Mm -hmm. is in middle school. I want to have the money that when they graduate, if they want to go to school, I can pay for it. Or if they want to start a business, I can loan that money to them to start a business. Like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's really keeping in mind that long-term vision, that long-term goal. Like I'm not just looking for like this next couple of months or this next year looking at the next 10 years. I'm looking at what is going to happen in the long run in my family's legacy. And my fam- I, like. it's been really hard for my family. I've gotten a lot of crap from them over the time. I've missed so many things. I've missed, you know, last yep. year, my daughter and I, we just went and had Indian food for Thanksgiving. We didn't do anything. And I, my family was so mad that I didn't do anything. And I get this a lot. And I've just had to put my foot down and set the expectations like, I understand that you're sad that I'm not going to make it for this one holiday, but when you're on a yacht in the Bahamas in 10 years, I guarantee you that you're not going to be mad at me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, I was, I, I think a couple of things I wanted to say about that. You know, I think us entrepreneurs are a different breed. We really are because. You know, we get criticized by society so much, we get criticized by family, we get criticized by friends, we get criticized by everybody, you know, because let's face it, to most people in in the average world, an entrepreneur is someone who's jobless, right? That's like the most common understanding, right? And to be as driven as you are, first of all, I, I admire that a lot because to have that continuous drive, it takes a lot of resilience and commitment. It really does you know it's a discipline in itself it's not just a habit it's a discipline it's a core capability and when you were talking about those things right there, you know because I've had these conversations with 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 my wife I've had this conversation with my family, my parents, you know even though uh, my mom actually just got laid off after fifteen years of working a job. And, you know, she thought she thinks it's like this horrible thing. And I had to kind of calm her down and say, you know what, like, this is okay. Like the company is downsizing. They're getting rid of a whole department. You're fine. You're going to be fine, right? But why I wanted to allude to what you were talking about is because that commitment and that resilience that you have indeed is that payoff. And that payoff is a lot sweeter because you realize what it took to get there. Like you said, 10 years from now, when you're on a yacht, you can take the whole family to the Bahamas, or you take that trip, or whatever, and pay for the whole thing, and the family is like, "What the fuck, Jamila? Like, how did you, you know, pay for that, right?" Like you'd be like, "Well, I've been fucking working my ass out for ten years. Is what I've been doing." But you know, most people don't see the journey. Nobody, nobody will. That's one thing that I've understood as an entrepreneur is that you know, people wait to see you down here or up here they don't see you in between. They don't see the sacrifices. They don't see the extra work. They don't see the commitment. You know, you were talking about the holidays. You said, you know, my, my business can't take a week off. And I, I very much agree with that. Like I can't, over the holidays, I got fucking like two or three th- Thanksgivings to do. Like I still gotta fucking work. I'm taking my laptop with me. Like there's no fucking you know downtime for me. And if there's downtime, oh fuck, what am I doing wrong, right? But at the same time, is where you strike that counterbalance because you know that your family, you know, wants to spend time with you. So it is difficult, right? But at the same time, how goal-oriented are you? And that's what I wanted to emphasize because you said it very well. You know, that I think a lot of people in the post that you created, you know, a lot of them step in like this comfort zone. I feel like like people that may have successful businesses, right? Like they're making five, ten, twenty million a year, right? And they're like, oh, you know what? I can take a week off, right, for my business because you know I I'm doing good. You know, cash flow's good, right, right, right. And I think that's a different mindset. You know, it's like they're they're kind of at a level where it's like, well, my my business profitable, but at the same time, if you're taking a week off, are you truly committed to your business? Because as you know, as entrepreneurs, we can run out of steam.
2: Yeah. You even
1: said it earlier that there was a period in your life where you ran out of motivation. Like you would probably get up, you know, certain days and I'm like, fuck, how am I going to wind myself today? Right? Like Mm -hmm. literally like, you know, there was a depression commercial I saw not too long ago. It was like, you know, like showing like a lady kind of whining because she was struggling with depression. I'm like, I very much feel like entrepreneurs go through stuff like that. You know, it's like some days you got to wind yourself, but you figured out a way, you know, you reminded yourself that your goals are worth, the risks and sacrifices. And your post was very point on, you know, I think a lot of people need to hear that. And I can guarantee you that a vast majority of the interpretation from that Instagram post is going to be about, Oh, Jamila is just fucking bashing me, you know, and say, I'm not fucking already, doing gotten that. already
2: gotten that.
1: <laughs> but, 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 but that's fucking awesome. Honestly, <laughs> that is fucking awesome, because people need a fucking rude awakening. They do. You know, because when you get, look, one of the hardest things that I think I've learned is that you should never, especially as an entrepreneur, ever be comfortable with anything. Because if you are, you're in the danger zone because you become reliant on it. Your mind literally wraps in in that mindset that you say, oh, I got enough cash flow, you know, it's Thanksgiving, I can take a week off, do some traveling, you know, spend time with the family. But then a week later, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna struggle two weeks or longer to get back in the groove because you've gotten like so fucking lazy, like you're like, oh, this downtime was cool. I spent time with family. You know, you're just you're just letting it out. You're out of shape. It's kinda like when you don't go to the fucking gym. Like I, I just got back from being out of the gym for a month. And let me tell you, I literally had to take my fucking ass and drag myself there the first day. And that was the hardest part. So that was an excellent post. You know, I want to applaud you for that because a lot of people just don't understand.
2: Well, I just want to touch on something as well. I mean, in just like scientifically speaking, in physics, the law of, you know, perpetual motion, an object at rest tends to stay at rest An object at in motion tends to stay in motion. When you build that momentum, it's easier to keep going. But then once you stop, it's so hard to start again.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's an excellent point. In fact, I, I wanted to segue into um, another thing that I wanted to talk about with you for a couple of minutes. You talk about a quantum, you said the word quantum uh, right. in the beginning. And I'll tell you this is that uh, I, I've, I think turning into a full-time entrepreneur is I realized that curiosity is a really good thing. In fact, you should fucking question everything. And so when you said quantum, I think it's an amazing, it's, it's an amazing methodology. Talk about quantum a little bit. And how does that correlate to how you use it in your business?
2: Right. So um, if you're if I don't know what your knowledge is of like quantum physics, but if you start looking at some of the things that these our scientists are doing, you know, what they're doing at CERN and even the CIA and the military and what they have learned about. In fact, there's actually a CIA document that calls our reality the quantum hologram. So basically what I have learned through my research, I'm like a total nerd about this stuff now because I'm just obsessed with trying to figure out all the ways that I can optimize my life and use this invisible force field <laughs> to my advantage. And it can be very, very hard to like digest because there's these very, very out there terms. And what I have you know, discovered is it's all about energy. At the core of it all, we have like every single thing is energy. An atom is 99% empty space. Every single thing in our life, this table is made out of atoms that are 99% empty space that is vibrating to create whatever it is. So for me, how I use these principles Is by understanding that my energy is everything and one of the biggest things is actually taking that time for self care So like I have to wake up every morning at 430 in the morning so I can have two hours before I have to interact with any other human beings to Give myself that self care and to align myself. So I'll wake up I go down to the pool, I jump into the cold pool, and then I go into the hot tub, I do a meditation and I start my day, you know, just trying to raise my vibration, raise my gratitude. So there's certain emotions that are extremely high vibrational. Gratitude Mm -hmm. is one of the easiest ways to start to raise that, that vibration. And when you begin Mm -hmm. to do some of this energy work, some of this, you know, spiritual woo-woo stuff that's a little bit more out there. Like it's crazy the changes that you will begin to see in your life. And the biggest way to kind of harness this very out there quantum principles is to focus internally. And how can I step greater into gratitude today how can I step greater into love today how can I serve the world more today and that's really what like keeps me going at this point is understanding that we are all connected me and you we are connected everyone listening here today Mm -hmm. we're all connected and if I can raise out my hand to help somebody else up that is raising the universal consciousness of our world which is going to create a better existence for everyone and i just can't you know stop working with that like i can't just go to sleep knowing that there's more that i can do you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: um wow Uh, (laughs) i've heard i mean a few things were were jogging through my brain first of all the quantum physics aspect um is something that a, a business partner of mine told me something that he uh, heard on a Tony Robbins podcast. He said, business is 90% psychology and 10% execution. And, um, uh, first of all, I have to applaud you because, uh, you know, first of all, you're at an age where most people your age don't have the wealth of knowledge you do. And the fact that you have that psychology, I think is really attributed to the shifts that you've made, not only in your life, and in your business because um if, if you're not you know mind body soul if you don't have that those three things you know in, in congruence then you can't do anything anything else and that's i think that's what you figured out is with the quantum physics is you know how to raise your vibration you know you talked about you know that that you wake up early in the morning you've got this routine that you've created for yourself and i think you know anyone any successful person that i've seen or that i follow. You know whether it's a marketer or a business person or whatever you know they have this 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 uh this routine that works for them and so the psychology aspect of that is this, how does it work for you and how do you translate that energy to people you work with which i think is what you do uh with your business so that's amazing you know the fact that you've done all the research and then you've applied all that research to your own life but then you're also sharing that with the universe and I, i'm a huge fan of that because i'll tell you this uh, you know, in my 20s, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late 30s now, in my 20s, I didn't even have a fraction of some of the knowledge you just shared. And that's so powerful because, you know, I think we live in different times and having people like you who are contributing to society and the world, you know, and applying this quantum physics approach, I think, is essential to helping solve problems. And that's what, as, obviously, as you know, as a marketer, is the bigger the problems, right, that you mm-hmm. solve, you know, the bigger the opportunity right? So taking this amazing, uh, you know, approach with quantum physics is a great way to apply that from a business standpoint. Um, You know, this has been an an amazing conversation. I could probably go on and on and on because you're you're sharing just so much amazing knowledge about especially the quantum physics. But one thing I did want to ask you is, so you've had an amazing journey, you know, from, from, from being in an all-time low, hitting rock bottom to, like propelling and skyrocketing to being the best version of yourself and i know you're a huge advocate for other women and women entrepreneurs who may be going through a similar situation that you did had a similar journey what advice would you give to them you know just a couple of things that you can think of what advice would you give to them
2: so my biggest piece of advice is to just take action now if there's something that you can't stop thinking about and it keeps coming into your mind but you don't know how to do it that is a sign that that is yours to do that you need to do something and it doesn't matter if you don't have it all figured out yet if you don't have all the steps all of the pieces you just need to start going and you know what sometimes it's not gonna. it might not work out but guess what you're gonna learn from that and you're gonna keep going. I mean, for me, like I've always kind of had this, this weird knowledge that I would be somebody. I didn't know what that meant. I knew like, you know, everyone growing up wanted to be famous. And I knew that I wasn't going to be famous in that way. Like I didn't care about singing, acting or like any of that stuff. But I always knew that I was here for a greater purpose. And it's something that has continuously come up. And the more that I take action, and the more that I've messed up, the clearer it becomes For me and and bringing back in the quantum principle really quick is everyone wants to talk about the law of attraction but what people forget is when you are using the law of attraction quite literally if you're using the law of attraction you're just trying to sit but most people just try to sit back visualize and align their vibration whatever in the law of attraction in the definition if you are not taking action if you are not moving forward then the universe mm-hmm. isn't going to attract shit to you because you're sitting. So the universe is also sitting and it's waiting for you. Yep. So even if it's imperfect, even if it's messy, even if it's not, you know, even if you don't have it all figured out yet, just do something. Find the one thing that you can do to take a step in that direction of whatever it is that you just can't stop thinking about it. Cause I know we all have that thing that just keeps popping into our head and we can't explain it. We don't know how to do it. But you just just find one thing, one way that you can move forward and understand that if it doesn't work out, that's okay because you took that action and the universe is going to see that and there's going to be more situations that are going to start coming to you and the vision is going to start getting clearer.
0: Wow.
1: Um, <laughs> again, it's I, I'm a huge sucker. This is why I started this podcast is because, as I told you in the beginning, is, is almost every single one of these episodes that I've done, and this is technical episode 62, I think 62 podcasts that I've done is, was precisely to freestyle it, because I didn't want to have anything scripted, I felt like exactly what you were talking about is this that if you're being proactive and taking initiative, then kind of the universe attracts, you know, like the right things. And, you know, I had no doubt, even at the beginning of this uh, uh, interview, when we started out that that synergy was indeed gonna spark, and it was going to be an amazing conversation. And that's exactly I think, you know, what panned out, uh, panned out happening. So with that being said, you know, before we close things out, you know, tell people how they can follow you online so they can, you know, absorb all this wealth of knowledge that you shared today.
2: Yeah. Awesome. So I have, um, my Instagram, which is at mimi.thegenie. Mimi dot the genie. That's M I M I dot the dot genie. Um, and then I also hang out a lot on Facebook at Jamila Bernie, um, just Jamila Bernie on Facebook, and I have okay. my group driven by purpose, which is all uh, purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are trying to create something better for this world.
1: Very cool. Well, Jamila, I, I want to thank you. I mean, uh, I I think I've learned a shit ton, honestly, <laughs> in in a lot of things that you talked about, and that's just said is just that uh, I don't I don't really have too many guests on the podcast usually, but. I really, really appreciate your time and sharing your knowledge, your experience, your story. Uh, it was it, it was amazing, every bit of it. So, thank you once again. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me on.
0: There you have it, guys. That was the uh, guest interview with uh, Jamila Burney. Such an amazing story. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the story as much as that I did. Um, I truly enjoyed the conversation with her. And with that being said, look, guys and gals, I have one favor to ask from you. If you feel that I've given you some value in this podcast, some perspective, helped you make a change in your personal life or business, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared this podcast with someone else. I'm not selling you anything or forcing you to buy shit you don't want i'm simply asking you to share this podcast with other entrepreneurs or anyone who wants to make a change in their life and business if you enjoy the podcast and you keep coming back it would also mean the world to me if you shared a review on itunes on apple podcasts or google podcasts spotify iHeartRadio, radio all of those platforms or any of those platforms that you're listening to the podcast uh, currently it will help others other like-minded folks know about the nature of content and value that I share on this podcast and give them a reason to listen. If you're also interested in sponsoring the podcast, please email me at Ivan at RazorSharpDigital.com or you can also message me on Messenger, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for episode 19. Thank you so much for tuning in until next time.